Welcome to Flash Art Weekly. It's a bitter end to a roller coaster of a season, but who do we keep and who do we sell in this offseason? We're getting to all that and more coming up. Welcome to the show, Flash Art Fam. I'm AJ and this is Mark. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. This segment is sponsored by Thinking Man Tavern, a cozy Decatur neighborhood pub. Grab a tasty beverage from a wide variety of selections and a plate of something delicious from the menu. To go, check out Thinking Man Tavern. So the 2021 Atlanta United season comes to an end, unfortunately. And yeah, I mean, Parky and Garza, uh, they did talk about how difficult it was at the little kid's playpen in Yankee Stadium. And uh, yeah, I mean, definitely as hard of a draw as we probably could have received uh definitely is uh not easy we uh i think started off decently with some uh, some good possession uh we were trying to play through them and uh yeah through their press we dealt with it fairly well uh to be honest but uh you know and so we kind of created more chances than they did uh you know for the kind of big part of the first half but then yeah they uh started to come into the match and uh we kind of probably let them in a little too much and uh ultimately you know they uh they finish off the first half really well and then that second half uh just kind of unravels in the matter of some minutes but uh yeah mark what were your thoughts on nycfc and that match yeah, well, I'll, I'll really talk about us more. You know, in the first half, I don't know, like, yes, we were having more of the ball. Um, but honestly, it was a little... I was getting frustrated watching it, you know, because I just felt like uh, no real headway was being made. Like, I never really felt like um, Atlanta United were all that dangerous and never really looked like scoring. And it's just one of those things... You know, it's just one of those feelings that you have, especially when you've uh, when you've watched soccer for a while, right? When you're that team and, uh, you know, you have all this possession and it's stale and you're not doing anything with it. It just feels like that almost gives the other team more confidence. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, NYC uh, ended the half strong. And, whew, I mean, those, those two goals came like two minutes apart and that's all they needed. Um, and I just... I don't know. I mean, especially once the second goal happened, it just felt like we were never really going to get back in that game. As disappointing as that is to say, um, it's yeah. I mean, you know, Yankee Stadium is not a fun venue for Atlanta United. We don't have a good record there. It's uh, it's a difficult place to play in general. There was a lot of slipping and falling, um, which you know that that in particular irks me because like you know why it's happening it's not a real field on in some of it it's literally dirt but you know mm-hmm. it's a, with a thin layer of grass or whatever but mm-hmm. you know all of that being said um did Atlanta and I deserve to win no they didn't so uh it's uh and you know what the thing the thing about this format is that's the end of the season you know like that's that's the taste we have left in our mouth and that's it so um yeah, like you said, tough way to go out. Kind of a bitter way to go out. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll get on the yeah, the tough way to end the season. Uh, it, but, yeah, basically, it's, uh, you know, a lot of lost points throughout the season. 
gets us to this point where we don't have a home game and we have to play it at a Yankee Stadium. And, exactly. uh, you know, when you have a little bit of a break between as well, uh, NYCFC, they definitely can, uh, you know, plan and, uh, you know, get their game plan of how they will, uh, you know, deal with LA United and, you know, our type of players who, yeah, more or less, they do like to dribble against uh, their opponents and maybe overplay sometimes uh, where they will, uh, yeah, you know, run themselves into dead ends or corners that, uh, you know, aren't really all that helpful. Uh, and then you also have, I think, uh, in this match where, you know, uh, you, no one really is stepping up. I mean, you have, uh, you know, Jose Martinez, Luis Araujo, Pretty much ineffective. Uh, Aruju taken off even uh, very early, um, and you know Jake Mulroney comes on, and well, that's the thing. Like the game's almost gone at that point, unfortunately. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's almost like the first. So the first goal definitely comes as a surprise. Goose doesn't even go for it, even though uh, did he really have a chance? We'll see, but. I mean, it's just one of those, like, uh, it's a half-hearted effort from a lot of the guys. Um, and then it's very much just shell shock after that second goal. But um, it's lackadaisical defending. It's, uh, you know, guys who aren't marking their uh, their men in the box. And uh, they pretty much get a free header. Like, that's unacceptable. They're, they're not even goal side. Like, it's... Just a lot of it is, uh, yeah, some schoolboy defending a little bit. Um, and I think ultimately it undoes, uh, a, you know, a season in which we uh, really fight through a lot of adversity. We, um, you know, us getting in the playoffs in itself is a victory. But, you know, we'll get to uh, whether we should be just happy with um, you know, this type of thing anyway, that, oh, yay, we made the playoffs, but, you know, that's right. not our goal at the beginning of the season, you know, and uh, ultimately, in my eyes, it's a failure, but what do you think? Um, I wouldn't call this season a success or a failure, uh, and I'm glad we talked, I, I have been thinking about this, um, yeah, it's just one of those, like, if you were to give it a rating out of 10, I would give it a 6, you know what I mean? Uh, just because I feel like we're just we still failing. <laughs> if we're, if we're going for like you know uh, grades and whatnot, six out of ten is still kind of failing. Well, if we're talking about like uh, football, we're talking about soccer uh, ratings. Okay, well it's like it's mediocre, but yeah, exactly. And that's and that and that's how I would classify this season. Um, you know, it, it's just, I think they achieved a minimum target, which is uh, making the playoffs. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, obviously, like, when uh, Ense came in and, you know, there was a lot of excitement, uh, especially, you know, after signing Sosa. Um, you know, I think that, yeah, there was, a, you know, there was a feeling like uh, maybe we can make some noise, you know what I mean? But ultimately, I think uh, for a first-year head coach, uh, the goal was, uh, you know, one reestablish a lost identity and two make the playoffs again yeah. um, technically they did that with a first year head coach just wasn't the coach that they started the season with right. um and it's i'll say this it's brave to do that like there's not a lot of teams 
certainly not in MLS or even in Europe that will fire a coach six months into his contract. Like that's expensive. And then to go get the assistant, one of the a highly regarded assistant coach in the league, um, and then to double down by making uh, signing a player from Europe, you know, over the summer. That's the kind of thing that Atlanta United is going to do. Like, and that, and, and I appreciate that. Like that Atlanta United is the type of club that makes big swings. But, um, you know, ultimately, I think there are some things to build on uh, going into next season. So that's why I wouldn't say the season's a failure. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you in not calling it a success either. Like, it's fine. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't call it fine. Uh, but for me, I'd be like, yeah, it's it's one of those things where uh, much of this season was a grind. Uh, it was definitely uh, not only for the players, but I think for the fans. I mean, the fans had to endure a lot. Uh, you know, definitely uh, not only Hainsey, uh with his shenanigans, but also. Uh, yeah, Joseph Martinez possibly leaving, and then, yeah, it quickly being, like, just rebuffed, uh, because the club realized, haha, yeah, let's, uh, let's not piss off our entire fan base, uh, you know, and so that led to Hainsey being fired, um, and then, yeah, almost kind of, I would say this, it's possibly an accidental discovery, uh, of, kind of a new team culture uh, through, yeah, you know, interim head coach Rob Valentino. And them knowing, yeah, he is uh, such a good people person and, uh, you know, coach-wise, so, like, so respected by the players. But, uh, you know, and so in that sense, that was a good decision for sure. Um, And then, you know, Gonzalo Pineda kind of is the... The guy that, yeah, I think continues that team culture and is a malleable type of coach that uh, looks to be a guy that they want to build around uh, for the long term. And so, um, you know, whether that is the case, you know, we we shall see. It's a uh, type of coach that definitely has the tactical acumen, but, uh, you know, has he shown it throughout the season? Um, Yeah, a little bit here and there, I think. You know, he did uh, seem to adjust for this NYCFC match by playing a 4-2-3-1. Um, was it effective? Unfortunately not. Um, yeah, you know, our most our most efficient and effective spells this season have been with three at the back. Uh, whether that was for uh, this NYCFC match, I mean, you know, we'll never know, but... Uh, Obviously, we know that you know the the players on the pitch for this match just didn't cut it. Uh, they didn't perform to the levels we expect. Uh, even though there's a lot of talent on this team, um, and that's the thing. It's like yeah. ultimately, you know, we see that there is, uh, and there at least you know at least for like transfer market value and stuff like that, we have one of the most valuable clubs in the league, if not the most valuable club in the league. We have. Uh, you know, at least according to that uh, site itself, Transfer Market, uh, we have four of the top ten most valuable players in the league. And uh, that being Joseph Martinez, Barco, Moreno, and Luis Araruju. And so, you know, uh, in a sense, we 
maybe also underperformed uh, to a, a large degree. But um, and so it, that's maybe also just how MLS goes in a way too sometimes, right? Because uh, you're a little bit more top heavy, and mm-hmm. you know if some players go down or they're still coming back from injury, well, you know it is uh, it is difficult to replace that type of production. Uh, it's uh, the points you just raised uh, kind of reminds me of what Matt Doyle said in his uh, playoff preview column. You know, he did like. Uh, uh, a pro and a con for each team essentially and Atlanta United's was basically they have the most expensive roster going into the playoffs and I think it I think it is a, the most expensive roster in the league however our record against playoff teams this season was bad I want to say we had like two wins uh, mm-hmm. versus teams that eventually made the postseason so um, you know it, it kind of tells the story you know that, well, there like we obviously have the talent right we have the players uh, the chemistry, perhaps the tactics, aren't quite there yet. Yeah, I think it's uh, that pretty much is the definition, the very definition of fool's gold. I mean, yep. <laughs> because yep. yeah, it, there there is no way, other way to cut it. We, in my eyes, underperformed, uh, and maybe we also probably overpaid for some players that are squad players, and um, in that sense. Yeah, that's where that kind of roster construction really leaves a lot to be desired, um, especially when you have, and we'll get into this a little bit further, uh, but, you know, the likes of uh, Jurgen Dom uh, making over a mil, uh, maybe Mateus Hosetu making almost a mil, Emerson Heinemann going down, making almost also a mil. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it gets a little bit where, just imagine, how much that maybe even two and a half to three mil can uh, do for you. And so uh, that's part of it. But uh, yeah, we'll wrap a bow on the NYCFC match, even though we kind of pretty much effectively already did. But uh, yeah, in terms of uh, yeah the actual uh, news of this week. Uh, so Carlos Bocanegra, he got extended. Uh, let's just go first off. I mean, we, speaking. Well, <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, cause yeah, it's basically, um, yeah, we of course talked with, uh, parking and Garza last week, uh, and that was pre-recorded. So we didn't get to talk about this news, but we, the previous episode, uh, me with Chris Smith pretty much pontificated if Boca should be extended or, uh, anything like that. And he almost promptly gets like extended and, uh, yeah. Do you agree? No. <laughs> <laughs> does he get I, credit does he get credit for uh you know also making the move of uh removing Hainsey, hiring uh valentino slash also pineda and you know for some of the moves that because yeah luis arujo looks like some player you know but it's maybe like the DPs are almost yeah, sometimes can't miss. Uh, Ezekiel Barco finally coming good this season, you know, part of that. But you know, it's that kind of uh, it's that kind of five through uh, eleven, and then you know the rest of the squad that leaves some to be desired. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, my thing is, uh, and I'll go back to the point I made before about Atlanta United being that type of team that's going to, you know, take those big swings. 
you know, like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, how much does a director or a general manager, how much credit do they deserve when they have that much financial backing to begin with? You know what I mean? Like, that gives you a lot of more leverage going into any negotiation. And if you're in a tough spot, uh, a team like Atlanta United, as we've seen, will spend their way out of it. So, you know, like, to me, I look at that and I go, well, how do we know that another person simply can't do this job? You know, and I get that people want to give Bocanegra credit for constructing the championship team. Uh, I understand that, yes, he was here, he had a hand in it, but, um, I mean, I think we need to contextualize that a bit, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Tata, we don't get half those players without Tata. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like, when it's just been Bocanegra, like, or when it's Bocanegra been leading the, uh, the search, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, like, you look at a Petey Martinez, for example, didn't quite work out. Um, and then I also wonder, you know, there was the other, the other front office exec, his name uh, slips my mind right now, who came in before the summer, you know, like, mm -hmm. did he have a hand in how the summer played out? Uh, you know, did he have a hand in letting, uh, letting Inse go and hiring Pineda? I mean, I think, I think the best thing the front office did this season was hire Pineda. Like that, I can honestly say like, that is objectively a good decision. I think uh, that's a good direction to go to into toward in terms of uh, hiring that type of manager. You know, somebody who knows the league, somebody who's respected by the players, also has a pretty good playing career. Um, so, you know, and he seemed to have like a connection, a real connection with the players. You know, like I'm not too worried about uh, him. You know, not necessarily nailing the tactics right away because I think that's what you have a full off season for anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, yeah, being able to uh, sort of um, continue that rapport that uh, Rob Valentino started. And um, I think also he did a good job in rebuilding the connection with the fans. I, I trust the leadership of Pineda. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, it's hard for me to give Bocanegra credit. And a four-year extension. I mean, jeez, man. Like... Yeah. <laughs> That's that is a real commitment. You're talking about you're talking about Bocanegra being around until the America hosts the World Cup. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, that leash is very long, clearly, and uh yeah, Darren Eels and Klaus Bocanegra are clearly buddies. And so yes. uh, you know, there's just you know, I'm not sure we can do much about that except raise more of a sink uh, as uh, as fans and supporters when things do not go right but if they do also recognize that he does give get credit and so yeah i will recognize that he uh was part of the decision making process to uh you know make some of those moves as they did and um you know that's probably where where it you know, leaves at that though, but uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Rob Valentino definitely uh, him getting extended as an assistant coach. I think that definitely uh, it, it's twofold. I think with that, you know, uh, Rob Valentino definitely clearly deserves this, uh, mm -hmm. and he helped change that team culture. He uh, is helping extend that as well. Uh, you know, by still being on the assistant coach uh, staff. But it's also probably to protect us because uh, we would probably get some sort of, you know, compensation if mm -hmm. he were to be picked up by, uh, you know, any sort of other team. And so uh, it's just that's smart business. And so yeah. definitely credit to the club for, you know, recognizing that and doing that. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, your thoughts on Valentino extended? 
Yeah, um, I, I pretty much echo those sentiments. Um, I think it's smart business. I think I could see uh, another MLS team even looking at uh, his uh, his stretch as interim and going, you know what, that guy's, uh, let's keep tabs on him. Much like Pineda. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, it's. I, I think he has a, a bright future as a, as a coach. As, and I think he could do it in, in this league. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's clearly shown that... Uh... Yeah, he's got, I think, at least the promise that most people would be like, let's take a flyer on him, if, uh, you know. And so, because he was, I think, being considered for the RSL job as well. So, you know, he was already getting looked at. But uh, moving on from that, the expansion draft is happening because, of course, uh, CLTFC, I, I'm so, so tempted to say it. But uh, Charlotte <laughs> FC uh, is coming into the league. Um, I'm trying to keep this as PC as possible. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, December 13th is when the list of players that are eligible for selection will be uh, pretty much having to be protected. And December 14th is when the expansion draft will happen. Uh, five rounds, Charlotte will be able to pick... Uh, Three minutes apart, and uh, they will be, be able to pick from pretty much uh, any team that pretty much wasn't recently chosen uh, by, you know, Austin FC. But uh, so that does it for the news uh, and gets us into the mailbag. We've uh, brought this back for the off season and you guys asked uh, some really great questions. And so we'll get into it. But uh, yeah. In terms of, uh, yeah, you know, obviously one of the players that uh, has been heavily rumored as, uh, you know, coming in is Tiago Almeida. Uh, Fabrizio Romano almost has confirmed that as well as Cesar Luis Merlo uh, in that sense where he is pretty much going to be, uh, you know, an LA United player in January, but it's just a matter of um, kind of time type of thing that we're waiting on uh but also because well you know if he's a dp which he will be a dp uh how and who will be you know removed from the roster to be able to accommodate him but uh so the first question comes from terminus united 83 who will we sell to make room for incoming players i mean uh yeah the big one obviously uh you know you can answer it mark but uh who do you think is gonna gonna be outgoing for us uh, to be able to bring in Tiago Almeida? Yeah, you have to figure it's um, Barco. You know, uh, I think in terms of the in theory, anyway, right? Like in terms of the positions, um, it I I haven't seen a whole lot of Almeida, but based on what I understand about him, it feels it seems like him and Barco would be a little bit redundant. Um, I think also, truthfully, Atlanta United probably felt like Barco would be gone by now, like when they first signed him. Yeah. Um, so, and I, like, I, I will say this too. I think Barco had a pretty decent season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, especially after Aruchu came in, you saw Barco settle into a role as, a, you know, somebody uh, who's going to have the ball at his feet, uh, somebody who, you know, retains possession, picks up a lot of fouls, dribbles at players. Um, mm-hmm. Can uh, can be a playmaker, even though uh, that final ball can still be uh, missing at times. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it, it, I think I if if the club could find a suitable price for Barco, 
which at this point I I gotta imagine is basically uh, getting back what they paid for him. Um, you know, if they're gonna be realistic. Um, yeah, if if that kind of offer comes in, I don't see why they wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fully agreed there. I mean, it's just uh, yeah, Barco is the most likely person to go. Uh, in that sense, uh, you know, I don't think they would sell Mar- Marcelino Moreno at all. Like, uh, I don't know why they would do that. Um, you know, he just brought in. He was pretty much arguably our team MVP this season. Um, yeah, you're obviously not going to get rid of Jose Martinez. Um, I mean, U22 initiative type of player, obviously, though, too. Um, you know, do you buy down some of these other guys? Possibly. Um, you know, Abara, Eric Lopez, possibly. Um, so, you know, that is a possibility, but, you know, that stuff is kind of muddy too. whether you can actually buy down a U22 initiative player. It's just the fun MLS uh, rules that <laughs> only like, you know, pretty much, I think 5% of the actual MLS fans actually care or know about. So... <laughs> Or understand completely. Yeah, exactly. But uh, moving on from that, uh, Mateo Andante asks, is the current roster capable of playing quick side-to-side passing uh, as FDB to Gabriel Hainsey to uh, Gonzalo Pineda have wanted? Um, Yeah, go ahead. What do you think? Uh, Yes, yes, I, I think so. Um, it'll also be interesting to see how Almeida affects that because, again, player in his position and playing style, you figure would have a um, a big part of the uh, the attacking buildups. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think the the capabilities there because I think also in the defense, uh, like Miles Robinson has improved on the ball. Walks isn't bad. Franco is uh, pretty solid on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have the mid Sosa. You have uh, Moreno, you know, in the midfield, of course. So, yeah, I mean, I think the players are there. I think it's just a matter of... um, I think there's not enough chemistry on this roster, which kind of makes sense because uh, there really has been a lot of changes uh, the past couple seasons. So, but I think... uh, I think we'll actually... I mean, I don't know. I'm not expecting a whole lot of upheaval this offseason. So, you know, I think we'll actually be more settled going into next season or we should be anyway than uh previous two seasons right well yeah and you bring up some great points and then it makes me wonder also because of course miles robinson george bellow are a couple players that possibly we're trying to cash in on you know uh mm-hmm. move on to europe that type of thing uh so that will you know bring in some more change uh and it's already a team that, um, yeah, you can see by the likes of, uh, you know, teams in Europe, um, you know, the teams that have less turnover, they stick around together as a team uh, longer, they build more chemistry, they uh, know that each other's playing style, uh, you know, the tactics just become second nature. And, yeah. um, you know, I think we have a young core that's really, uh, that's important, and that's, uh, you know, pretty useful in trying to continue that but it's also this i don't know if i want this team to be playing uh quick side to side i think i'd want them to be playing more uh with verticality with a little bit more um you know pressing from the front 
little bit more kind of just like modern football a little bit where um, you know we don't necessarily have to uh, break down a deep lying team maybe we can um, essentially you know make things happen from the front um, and I don't to be honest though sometimes I'm not sure that maybe uh, like this season's Jose Martinez is maybe that answer up front but obviously you know going forward he will be able to uh, you know recover fully he'll have the energy levels he'll have the um, you know I think trust in his knee to be able to be that player up front for us but uh, yeah I think side to side football not really kind of uh, <laughs> what I'm signing up for but uh, <laughs> but yeah moving on from that uh, Edouard Henry asked which player, uh, which player surprised you the most this season? New or old? For me, it was Sosa. Tenacious. Who do you think? Surprised me. Um, I think I would say Walks. Um, mm. I know he was he was solid last season, mm. and I think he was even better this season. Um, you know, he's pretty much made that spot his in the defense, and. I think you could say you can safely say he's part of the core, you know, mm. uh, to, to the point where if like you were alluding to before, if Miles Robinson leaves and let's say a George Campbell steps in and takes his place, uh, then you could say, well, there's still stability along the back line because you have walks and Franco. So, um, yeah, I think walks has been the most surprising player for me just because I think he has really established himself uh, for the short and medium term. Yeah, that's a great show. I mean, it's uh, it's interesting because yeah, he uh, maybe when he brought was brought in, he was probably more a squad player, a depth player, and he pretty much like almost quickly won a spot. Uh, although, I think the one knock on him uh, has kind of been, at least in my eyes, that he's the first defender usually taken off, uh, and I think with good reason too, because you know Alan Franco, former DP, uh, Miles Robinson, you know, kind of. Uh, in contention for MLS best 11 type of player. And so, right. yeah, walks kind of the uh, the lowest man on the totem pole in a sense, even though uh, he's been incredibly solid this season. Um, I think, yeah, for me, and I, it's the, you know, it's the team MVP. I think uh, Marcelino Moreno uh, wasn't maybe expected to just, like, shoulder the load for such a large part of the season, but it is he's that type of guy that... Um, you know, I think uh, it was incredible to see him on the ball and to, uh, you know, if he wasn't in the 11, we almost were hankering for him to be in that 11 because yep. we knew what we were missing. And yep. uh, so, yeah, for me, Moreno has got to be that guy that, like, yeah, surprised us most this season. Because, yeah, the returns from last season were okay, right. but this season, oh. Yeah, he showed, I think he took it up another notch that, uh, you know, maybe we all didn't really expect. But, um, yeah, That's next question. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. Uh, next question comes from Omar1386. Uh, who stays and who leaves next season? Or this offseason probably is what he meant. So, uh, right. yeah, let's look at that uh, Atlanta United roster together. And, um, you know, we'll just kind of call out each name, or I will, and uh, we'll say, um, you know, if he's going to gonna stay. 
So mm-hmm. first up, Mo Adams. I mean, didn't really play a ton of minutes. I think he played like 137 minutes this season. So, you know, uh, came back from a hernia surgery and uh, didn't really figure very much at all. But uh, what do you think? Stay yeah, or go? Uh, I would say probably go. I think he's being crowded out in his position. You know, you figure Barrow will play more next season than Sosa's obviously like a starter. So, all right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, he's possibly a useful squad player and uh, a guy you can bring on for some energy. But, uh, you know, for ball retention, for anything like that, I mean, not there. Uh, so, I, yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be fine with if he stayed as, like, one of the more fringe uh, squad players. But uh, I feel like there are maybe some kind of uh, – Either maybe some homegrowns or some other guys that might be able to do what he's doing, maybe for cheaper, probably. But right. Um, and next up, uh, he is a free agent, but Mikey Ambrose, stay or go? I'm gonna say stay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He he wasn't used very much, uh, and when he was used, uh, especially against uh, Philadelphia Union, I believe, uh, <laughs> it wasn't pretty. Uh, but <laughs> you know, so I would I would say I think uh, we might be able to find some some better backup. Uh, you know, as great as he's uh, been as a servant for Atlanta United uh, in previous years, and of course as part of the 2018 MLS Cup uh, team. Uh, yeah, I'm just not sure that there's a lot of more uh, utility for him in this uh, in this team. Uh, obviously, uh, this one's going to be obvious. Araruju. Keep him. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, let's see. Barco. We kind of talked about him. But, uh, yeah. Just uh, just for, um, you know, we can't move him right now because uh, we don't know. We don't know right. if, uh, exactly. But, uh, yeah, I think, obviously, we'd keep him for more or less most purposes unless we can find the right transfer fee mm-hmm. but um Pretty much. yeah and so uh next up uh i mean this is more of a kind of mls draft type of uh player but josh bauer didn't really figure too much obviously kind of more of an alien i2 player do we uh just kind of keep him at alien i2 and see uh what he can develop into yeah, because uh, he's only he was only drafted last year, right? Or I guess right. this this year, this season, uh, exactly. This, right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, um, you know, no reason to get rid of him. Yeah, uh, George Bello. What do you think? <laughs> that's a tough one for me. I think uh, that's one of those where if you find a suitable suitor, and honestly, like I'm thinking, if somebody offers five million, mm. I would say, I would say take the transfer fee. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, don't get me wrong. I think Bello has potential, but oh. I'm starting to wonder if he's uh, maxed out his potential. And the thing about, like, you know, at the end of the day, players to a degree are assets to the club, yeah. and there's a right time to move them. And so, you know, I think that Elaine and I have to be careful about missing that window. So mm-hmm. I think if a suitable offer comes in for Bello, you let him go. Okay. Because, yeah, we do have an Andrew Gutman uh, That's exactly you know, what I was waiting in the wings. 
Um, that's of course he was on loan to New, uh, yeah. New York Red Bulls and actually played season. and actually played and yeah actually played uh, pretty decently so uh, yeah. yeah you know you can do that in that sense of uh, if you're if you do get a, a good offer for me I am gonna keep him uh, until he gets maybe like an offer come in for him in the teens and uh, if that is the case okay that's probably worth it but uh, not that Arthur Blank really needs the money or anything, and not like we're going to be able to keep any of the, the transfer fee anyway, uh, per, per se. Uh, so <laughs> it's just really it's just for optics at this point. But yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, next up, George Campbell. I think this is obvious. Eep. Yes. Yep. Uh, Machop Chol. This is Eep, also yep. obvious. Yep. Uh, Jackson Conway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jurgen Dom. How do we move him? <laughs> God, uh, what? Yeah, when can I drive him to the airport? I look. I like the guy. Um, his yeah. TikToks are fun or whatever, but exactly. he is a he's an effing million dollar player. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I, I already said about talked about it on Twitter. It's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're good, Dom. Great guy. Uh, seems like an incredible person. Uh, his TikToks are epic. Uh, he's pretty much being paid by the team for the TikTok stuff because, <laughs> like, Darren Eels, like, he's utilizing that too. He's, like, pretty much like, yeah, well, I might as well, uh, you know, utilize this asset and drive up my uh, my followers on, uh, on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. The man is at, like, 200,000 uh, followers on, on TikTok now. I mean, you know, it's, uh, for him. you know, they they're doing something right there. But uh, right. <laughs> uh, so next up, Alex DeJohn. Uh, yeah, he played. Um, he factored in a little bit, but you know, what do you think? Uh, I guess uh, move if you. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's. I guess he's depth. You know what I mean? So right. It's almost. It's almost like the reverse. Is like because he doesn't figure. Yes, he doesn't figure to play as much, but he doesn't. You figure he doesn't command that much of a salary, so it's like. Maybe just keep them. Right. But we also have this. Franco Escobar. So, yeah, Ooh, he yeah. possibly could return on uh, from his loan with New Old Boys. And uh, definitely, definitely a guy who has played center back as well as right back uh, and right wing back. Uh, could be a versatile player. Could be also a guy that, well, yeah, if uh, Gonzalo Pineda like, does... Uh, like what he sees from him, uh, but you know, as we have seen from this season, um, if you uh, yellow card on a yellow card, and uh, so basically, you know, uh, LGP Eric Rometty were leading the league in yellow cards. I don't know how we dealt with all three of these guys uh, <laughs> on the same team. Yeah, and uh, it didn't just like end up with. Like eight players, most games uh, is really a mystery. It's uh, right. but Franco Escobar, very versatile player and mm-hmm. uh, kind of unplayable on his day sometimes. Yeah. But uh, would you loan him back out or sell him or would you keep him? I guess uh, I mean if they can afford to keep him, you know, if they have room in the in the cap in the, you know, however that works. Um, if they can keep him, I would, uh, just for the reasons you laid out, you know, especially um, 
we could use depth at wing back. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you know, and I think that uh, Ali and I need to maybe give themselves some options mm-hmm. in terms of uh, being able to manu- make maneuvers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, I look at the wing backs as a position that maybe you can uh, make some changes or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bring, in, bring in some fresh uh, fresh players or, you know, so yeah, I, I would, uh, if you can, I would keep Escobar. Yeah, because yeah, no, he's a, a fiery figure and also... A playmaker that, uh, yeah, you know, someone that uh, could do uh, a job for us for sure again. But um, yeah, so Alan Franco, uh, yeah, you keep obviously uh, Brad Guzan. Obviously, I think at this point we keep because I mean he's you know our captain. He's uh, great in a lot of respects, and also shot stopping wise, he was the best in the league in terms of mm-hmm. save percentage. Um, so it's one of those things where, yeah, he may be expensive in a way, but um, you know, I think at this point, like we're we're keeping him. So um, Ronald Hernandez, uh, who of course is on loan, uh, but yeah, would you keep uh, Ronald Hernandez? Wait, he's on loan. He is on loan, indeed. Yeah, oh. we we have not bought him. He is still on oh, loan from Right, I forgot about it. Little deal. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll try to. I would try to keep him. Honestly, um, I think that, yeah, because if if you don't have him, it's pretty much just Lennon at right wing back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, like I, you know, I'm on record of, as liking Lennon, but I still think you need like the the rotation and the uh, what do you call it the competition at that spot. Yeah, competition so. for places. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah for me, um, yeah, he showed some good promise. Uh, yeah, if he seemed to be content in the role as well. Uh, will he try to push for more? Hopefully he does. I mean, like, uh, you know, you want the players to, to want to uh, try to win that role. Because, yeah, while Lennon, in terms of key passes and a lot of those type of stats, uh, ultimately didn't perform in some respects of the actual... Uh, assist area in which uh, you know it, him pumping in so many crosses yes you know at the end of the day uh, you want to see players get on the end of those and finish them so it's right. kind of twofold but I think Lennon has also been solid defensively for the most part uh, yeah it wasn't like last year where he was uh, he was getting burned a lot he wasn't he was out of position uh, a lot, but I think this season he's been better. He's been improving, and um, yeah, I mean, you could definitely do worse in MLS. Yes. So, um, but moving on, uh, Emerson Hyman. I think uh, we have to keep for obvious reasons because he's coming back from ACL, uh, you know, injury. So you can't really just uh, you can't drop him. You can't really, you know, you can, you have really no chance of selling him really either. Right. So is what that is. Uh, Franco Ibarra, I think keep. we keep. He's a yeah, super young player and has a lot of promise. I think, uh, you know, definitely an intense player as well that, uh, you know, will help uh, kind of in pressing from the front or from midfield. Um, right. You know, definitely a player that uh, has loads of energy. Uh, Alec Can is going to be a free agent, but uh, do you keep or do you Move him on. Uh, I would keep him um, because, yeah, you know, Guzan's getting older. Uh, I don't think you have the the his successor uh, lined up necessarily. 
mm-hmm. and I think you do need a solid backup, like just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I've seen, I mean, you could do a lot worse than Alakan in terms of backup goalkeepers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, you know, and he's a local boy from Decatur. Uh, so yeah, I, I would keep him. Yeah. Uh, for those same reasons, yeah, exactly, I agree. And also, though, uh, Rocco Rios Novo, if, uh, you know, uh, he eventually, yeah, if we actually do uh, try to, you know, uh, pretty much uh, extend him, then, uh, you know, he might be an heir to that type of role and eventually maybe overtake uh, Guzan. We'll see his size, still maybe a question for me. Uh, see how much of a command in the, of the box uh, for Rocco Rios Novo, but... Brooks Lennon we talked about, but yeah, you know, we'll, I would keep, um, but it's a matter of, you know, how much is he going to fetch if, uh, you know, or if, uh, how much is he going to make? So that's a question that will have to be considered for sure. Um, uh, Ben Lundgaard, uh, third string goalkeeper, uh, keep or move on. Uh, I, that's where it gets tough for me because it's like, what impact does he make? I mean, like, yeah. there's really, play, thankfully, probably, <laughs> right? So, I mean, okay, I'll say this. Well, no, because you probably want Rios Nova to actually be playing, so he's probably going to be, uh, you would imagine, more time, spend more time with the twos if we extend him. So, um, I guess just keep, just keep him as long as he's happy in that role. Yeah, uh, agreed. There, uh, Eric Lopez. Deep, I guess I, that's another one of those where it's like, I mean, like we just didn't hear from him in the second half of the season, you know, and we spent a lot of money on him, you know, so it's just, ugh. yeah, four, I mean, four year extension. <laughs> I, I think it's this though, Eric Lopez, uh, yeah, has a lot of promise. I think it's just a matter of, um, yeah, him putting it together. And uh, I think he obviously needs to play with the twos as well as the first team to be able to, like, really develop. Because, yeah, you know, if he's not going to play, well, he's got to play somewhere in order to, uh, you know, I think uh, get some more development. But uh, Joseph Martinez, keep. Of course. Uh, Efren Morales, uh, homegrown guy. Uh, He was loaned out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we would keep. Um... Marcelino Moreno. Yep. Keep. Keep. Uh, Jake Mulraney. Um, I mean, if they can, uh, that's he's on the fence for me. Yeah. Like, he's, uh, he's a guy that, yeah, off the bench, uh, can dribble at players, can uh, provide you some service, uh, is, you know, kind of will shoot. Uh, and I think it's that. There's, like, a considerable pace with him too, which is good. Um, there was that me- messy like uh, kind of run that he he had uh, that one game, and that was quite a spectacle. But um, yeah, I think he's also maybe content in his role a little bit. Uh, a decent guy to bring off the bench that could play wing back or on the wing. Yeah, you know, as long as he's not making something crazy, he's not. I'd keep him. Miles um, Robinson. Do you sell him this offseason uh, to make some, uh, you know, some good optics, or uh, you know, do you uh, do you keep him? Um, I don't. Well, I guess, I guess it really just depends on uh, what opportunity there is. I think that's one where 
um, the club works together with uh, with the player, right? So mm-hmm. if Miles wants to leave this offseason and there's a player in Europe that, you know, puts in a serious offer and it seems like a good opportunity mm-hmm. for him. club, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sorry, right. Um, then, yeah, you know, you, uh, you let him go. But I think what I... If I were to make a prediction, I think he'll stay through the winter and, if anything, possibly move in the summer. Because... Mm-hmm. I think uh, the smart play, you know, he's already playing with the national team. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, that's that's pretty good exposure. And mm-hmm. so I would actually, you know, I would suggest that he shouldn't uh, shake things up for his career right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at least not, just not right this second. Like maybe wait six months and then the European market, it's a little, uh, it's easier to do, to make moves at that point. I think to make that move as a player, um, I think you'd want to go in uh, in an off season, you know, get the time to get to know your manager and your teammates and so forth. So mm-hmm. um, I think that will probably end up being the smartest thing for him is to mm-hmm. uh, wait until the summer. Yeah. But obviously the club makes those decisions and not uh, Miles Robinson himself. So right, right, right. Um, I think that's ultimately where, I mean, yeah. Uh, do you sell this off season? I think no, uh, and you brought up a great point in that sense where, uh, you know, he's already part of the U.S. men's national team. Like, there's not a rush for him to leave. He's getting the looks for his national team. Like, it's right. yeah, at that point, like, uh, you know, you just, yeah, you are on an upward trajectory, but it's just not as uh, kind of agitating for a move type of thing. But right. um, so, yeah, definitely, I would keep him. Uh, throughout the offseason. Uh, Mateus is set to keep or move? Uh, uh, if you can get if you can get some value for him, you know, if you get some good gamble or whatever it is, funny money, yeah. uh, then sure. Because, I mean, I don't know. It's just, he's okay for me. Like, he's, yeah. you know, he, he shouldn't, I don't think he's good enough to be an integral part of the team now. Hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, it's this, like, uh, and we were talking about it before the show. It's like, yeah, he's really good on the ball. Uh, but uh, in terms of does he shoot? Does he uh, you know, provide that key ball? Does he defend? Does uh, Yeah, I mean, it's really, yeah, he's just a good uh, dribbler of the ball, maybe a Nagby light. And, um, you know, and that's kind of, you know, one of those things where, unfortunately, he's maybe not as... Uh, I think clean uh, defensively as uh, Darlington Nagby, who, uh, yeah, when like uh, when he was on the team, he basically there weren't really many fouls committed by Darlington Nagby. But when you see Mateus Osetu defend, there's a lot of rash tackles. There's uh yeah, yeah, and um, I think it's that. It's like you know maybe he might be able to grow into the role, and uh, maybe if more is expected of him. And he's pushed to do more things, possibly. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, he's kind of, uh, you know, kind of that tweener of, like, young but not. Uh, and so can we find better? I think so, too. Uh, but would I be in a rush to move him? Not really. But, uh, you know, if we, can, uh, if we can't clear a Jurgen Dom. Uh, and maybe Emerson Hyman, maybe he's that guy that uh, would clear off some uh, money off the books that we could bring in. Maybe somebody that provides a little bit more production. But, 
But re dude is really, really good on the ball, though, like, uh, in terms of dribbling and, um, you know, breaking pressure, essentially. But, mm -hmm. uh, and speaking of a guy that uh, also is kind of in that mold a little bit, uh, Amar Sadich, say or go. Uh, take keep. Uh, I think he's a valuable depth piece in the midfield. Um, he did end up playing some uh, important minutes. And honestly, like, I think he uh, was the player that we needed Mo Adams to be. So um, I think Sadich is worth keeping. Yeah. Yeah, also pretty decent on the ball. Uh, a little bit uh, defensively provides a little bit of that. But, um, yeah, maybe not a lot going forward or anything like that. But, um, yeah, as a squad piece, yeah, I keep him. Uh, Santiago Sosa, uh, there you go. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, keep, yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh, Kubo Torres, uh, yeah, <laughs> the closer. Also, yeah, seems also like a great guy, but it's, yeah, definitely the closer, exactly. Uh, but, uh, do you pay a backup striker to just do that for you? It's nah, nah, nah. Uh, not with as many sitters as he's missed, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, we gotta find better depth behind Joseph Martinez. And um, even though he was making nothing, but still, yeah, it's one of those. Um, so yeah, pretty unanimous there. Uh, Anton walks. I think uh, you kind of said it earlier, and uh, with you know all that you've said, and yeah, I would say definitely uh, keep as well. You know, valuable uh, 11 slash uh, squad member. Um, and Tyler Wolf. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that guy's showing a lot of promise, uh, mm -hmm. not only as a midfielder, but, yeah, when he played as a forward for the twos, yeah, he scored, like, <laughs> I think he had a hat trick or something like that. It was ridiculous. Oh. I was like, okay. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, continue that and do right. this for the first team, please. But, right. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that was kind of long-winded, but uh, we appreciate you guys for uh, sticking around for that. <laughs> I mean, it was very much. I think uh, you know, going through. It's almost like a postmortem of the team anyway for the season. Right. Uh, but uh, let's see. I think. Uh, hmm. I think the last question will be from Green Eggs and Cam. Uh, which 12 players are you protecting? Bring me back on the show sometime. That's, of course, uh, Cameron, uh, who's been on some of our fan cams. So, yes, of course, he will be brought on to the show at some point. Oh, uh, yeah, we love that guy. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, let's, uh, let's maybe, to make this more fun in a way, uh, mm -hmm. we'll go, I go one, you go one. Okay. And, uh, you know, I'll I'll maybe eventually later tack this on on the side uh, who we have as our uh, 12 players that we keep for the MLS expansion draft so that they are not chosen by Clint FC. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so first up for me, Robinson, you. Yep. Guzan. Uh, okay. Uh, next up for me is Alan Franco. Uh, Saf Robinson. Okay. Um, yeah, since Lennon, uh, he will be a free agent, but they are not protected. I will be keeping Lennon as uh, one of my players in the 12. What about you? Uh, well, Lennon's not on my list. I could, 
I could see him being moved. You know, I think he would uh, fetch some value in the trade market or the MLS market. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, who is your next player? Uh, Franco. Okay. Uh, and next up for me, Santiago Sosa. Yep. Got him. Uh-huh. Uh, next up for me is Franco Ibarra. Yep. Got Ibarra. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think these next four we could just say together. But uh, Moreno, Barco, Barco. Joseph, Joseph. Arujo. Okay. And uh, yeah, I was trying to be as like ethnic as possible with the, the way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it wasn't uh, bad. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, you know, next to those, uh, we shall see. I mean, this is on Charlotte to see if they. You know, want to take some flyers maybe in some ways, but um, but for me, walks. Yep. And then uh, I I would keep Eric Lopez uh, because yeah, I mean, you know, will they use a U twenty two spot on uh, in Eric Lopez? Who I mean, that's the thing. You know, uh, would they take a flyer? I mean, he's that type of player that. Um, you know, it's like a, a Brandon Vasquez, like yeah. a guy that has promise uh, and then in that sense would be free. It, it would be a pretty prudent move to do, so I would protect him. What about you? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, w- I would totally protect Lopez. I think that's, uh, as you know, yes, we haven't seen much, but uh, he's still young enough. He's got the potential. You know, he came over from, uh, was it Paraguay? With mm-hmm. a pretty decent profile so yeah i think you got to keep him because you've invested like that was a pretty significant investment to yeah. let him go in the expansion draft would be kind of crazy yeah indeed indeed uh and then next up for me and last would be hosetu um and no and, guzan and no guzan yeah so wow. my uh my thinking is here well you know yeah they don't have a keeper yet but uh it's in the sense, like, are they really going to be shelling out, you know, that much for uh, an older goalkeeper, um, you know, at his wages, at, you know, that type of, like, his production is still, like, really, really good for MLS, but, um, you know, would they do that? And, I mean, would they do that just to spite us? Because this, it seems like it's a budding rivalry that's completely one-sided, and, uh, <laughs> And because uh, we are living rent free in their minds, as they say, and uh, for us, and that that's the thing. I just I don't know if we need to protect Brad Guzan from Charlotte. Like it's just uh, you know, with those reasons that I just outlined, I don't really know if we need to. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear you. Um, I think all those reasons are sound. It's just that he was actually pretty solid this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said it multiple times throughout the season too like as much stick as we give Guzan he actually did come up big in certain spots and you know we talked about the save percentage already yeah. um, I think that I could see an expansion team earmarking a player you know even though he's expensive uh, earmarking Guzan being like yes this guy can at least help us you know get established in the league this guy has one or two seasons left Um uh, so, yeah, you could do a lot worse in terms of goalkeepers than MLS, honestly. Yeah. So, so, I think that 
if he were available, I definitely think that Charlotte would uh, take a flower on him. So I would protect him just in case. Okay. And then who's your last player? Who's that 12th guy? Uh, so I am protecting Hernandez. Um, and so my thinking is, you know, I did not have Brooks London on my list. Uh, you know, with his with that option that he has, I just wonder if, uh, you know, we saw Atlanta United make a deal with Cincinnati when they came into the league and they actually ended up moving uh, Greg Garza. And I just wonder if Brooks London is, that, is in that sort of space. Like, I think, you know, obviously, as you guys know, I, I think he's not bad. Um... But I do wonder if they could maybe go in a different direction in terms of uh, the wingback position, especially the right wingback position. You know, you have Hernandez there for one. Uh, if you're able to keep him, um, you you know, Escobar coming back, if you're able to keep him. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could just go, you know, look for a different player. So it's, um, and then it's this too, you know, like, are they committed to the three at the back or are they going to go to traditional four at the back? Because in that case, you would need a right back, which yeah. Lennon, uh, you know, as good as he is, it's not really a right back. So, mm-hmm. um, I would not be surprised to see Lennon move. Put it that way. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. No. It's a uh, some interesting points. Uh, Ronald Hernandez, because he you know is on loan in that sense. I don't know if we need to protect him. Uh, maybe he's yeah. you know is that type of player where he's just uh, he goes back to Aberdeen uh, and then maybe we go and get him if we need him uh, because yeah Jack Gurr we moved him over there like mysteriously uh, and uh, <laughs> it was yeah. definitely like oh okay are we just we're not gonna I, I guess because it's just like it'd be money and it's I explained this today to you I think uh, pretty much but it'd be moving your money from your right pocket to your left pocket. So <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. not really a point in uh, getting a transfer fee for Jack Gurr when we, uh, as a club, put in money uh, to help uh, sustain Aberdeen FC. Like, uh, yeah, it's just like, there's, is there really a point? So, you know, yeah, it, it looked a little fishy. It looked a little weird to just... Uh, release Jacker and then he signs with Aberdeen FC but yeah that too yeah 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 it is what it is uh but um but yeah so you know just to recap real quick uh mine's Robinson Franco Lennon Sosa Ibarra Moreno Barco Joseph Araruju Lopez Walks and Hosetu Marks is you can go ahead and read it yeah, Guzan, Robinson, Franco, Sosa, Ibarra, Moreno, Barco, Joseph, Arujo, Walks, Hernandez, and Lopez. Okay, yeah. So, you know, do you guys agree? Do you not agree? That leads us into our question of the day. Yeah, which players would you keep and which players would you move on from the 2021 season and also for the expansion draft? Which players would you keep? Looking forward to what you guys have to say in the comments below. But guys, thank you so much for following us all season, for watching, for subscribing, for uh, all the comments and engagement. We have really, really appreciated it. And much more to come in the offseason as there will be lots of movement and rumors and all that. So stay tuned. We appreciate you. We love you. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. And for Mark, I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.